I will be proud to lead you wonderful guys into battle anytime, anywhere. That's all. two strikes spores kicks and fires he struck him out looking it's over it's over the rangers have won the world series ranger fans you're not dreaming the rangers are the world series champions where are we at in society today come after me i'm a man i'm 40 appreciate that question it's the miracle on ice it's Tiger in 05. It's history in the making. This is the Drake Toll Show. Mamacita. Donde esta Drake Toll Show? Cameron Stewart, Aaron Sexton runs the board. I always like it when Aaron starts the show with, uh oh, here we go. Yeah. All right. Makes me think, what am I getting into for two hours? Which I'm sure is what the listener is thinking as well. When everybody's thinking at home, yep. it is the... Uh, Just hot, without getting to hear Aaron before. Hot mics, and then God knows what's going to happen next. We're joined by Stephen Simcox of ESPN Central, Stac- Central Texas. Stephen, uh, TCU hired... They fired Joe Gillespie, mm-hmm. and then hired Avalos, the guy from Boise State. My big question, why didn't they hire Gary Patterson at Baylor University as the head football coach? And go. Well, I think Gary's just, you know, waiting for bigger fish, right? Like, he <laughs> he was apparently... Ouch. On, okay. Ouch. Well, there it is. He here was, it is. He was apparently on a safari in Africa, like, right. while interviews Recruiting, potentially. Yeah. He, Not a lot of big fish there, to Steven. the Houston AD from Africa on his safari. Hesman. That's awesome. Which I mean, I know in the world of Zoom we can do interviews remotely, right? But it yeah. does it does seem weird to be out of the country. He also <laughs> oh, wait, okay. what I thought Matt, was weird for Matt's this listening right now. What are you saying? <laughs> I can do uh, Zoom remotely. Uh, <laughs> Matt Mosley does know how to get on Zoom. He paid wow. me. Gary was telling me he was <laughs> blessing the rains down there in Africa. <laughs> Matt pays me to convert his Zoom calls into podcast. No way. Yeah. Nice. He hasn't figured out how to do that. If he knows how to ever work technology, then I'm going to lose some money. Yeah, that's tough. I wouldn't even I wouldn't have even brought no. that up how easy it is. How do I, I apply wouldn't. for that job? LinkedIn Talent Solutions. Can I get looped into LinkedIn job slash locked on college? Thank you. Okay. And you can get a good podcast producing job. Were you, my question, Steven, you were interested in being the Locked On Baylor host, is what I was told. But then once you found out Cameron Stewart was the host, you thought, I'm going to have to have a fallback and then fell into Locked On TCU. Is that how that went? I just knew I couldn't match. That's what I heard that too, by the way. TCU was a safety that. school. Yeah. I Well, my my GP out of high school, uh, I had zero options. But uh, I, nice. I, went to, I went to MCC, and their application process is, do you have a pulse? And I was like, <laughs> I was like yes. And they said, welcome aboard. Um, and but, for all of our MCC alum at home, congratulations. You're <laughs> yes, alive. Including yeah. our producer, the great yeah. Aaron Sexton. It's a great school. Nothing wrong with it. With, uh, I being, went. Cameron went. Being a GP. I did. Bandit. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Technically. You did you did MCC classes as well. I have MCC credits. MCC credits. That's right, baby. Yeah. And I really should have taken more. 
just should have taken more. They're all online, and I don't even necessarily think it was the MCC that was easy. I think it was the online that was easy. Mm-hmm. So what we're getting at, I should have just done a bunch of that. Anyway, that's that's are getting you, are too you far saying in the weeds. You had here. to fall into locked on TCU as an MCC grad. Yes, I mainly fell into locked on TCU because I knew I couldn't match Cam's charisma uh-huh. and Naturally. just general talent or bald spot. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not matching that either, his, brother. His knowledge of Boston sports. Oh, also, yes. Still I am the most knowledgeable Boston sports fan that's ever hosted Locked on Baylor. That's for sure. Every show. Still haven't really figured out why, like, Mark Wahlberg is hosting Locked on Baylor, but... <laughs> Don't you compare me to that trash. More or less, yes. Um, Steven, I'm going to pull a... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to divert from what the press box said. Aaron was telling me this. I got about 15 minutes in, and Ward goes, Did the Cowboys game last night? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Nice. So I won't keep him bearing the lead. Uh, well, Cowboys. That's a fair question. Did you guys see the Cowboys? We did. I, I did. I had to battle through this. We've got a segment for it, but I had to battle through this because um, I, I watch on DirecTV stream when it's on a network, and it's my future in-laws cable. So it's from Charlotte, and they just don't have NBC. There's a fight between what? DirecTV and NBC, apparently. They don't have it, which has to be the only television in America that does not have the National Broadcasting Corporation. So I had to find an illegal stream because then when you log in with the credentials on the NBC app, it doesn't work there either. So I had to watch it on an illegal stream. So I battled through to watch my Cowboys, my team, right, with a huge victory. Which you wouldn't have cared. If if not for this job, you would not have watched that game. I, look, my team. Mm-hmm. Do you frequently That's all I'm gonna say. felonies on the air? Like, is that something that you... Yeah, I do. I, I've done it a few times, actually. That was a little dangerous. He's got a good uh, point. Some do you not have, have rabbit ears? Point here. Antennas? <laughs> do they what? still sell those? What does that mean, no, Stephen? No. Uh, they do. They're just HD. <laughs> I mean, my ears are big. They really do. Matt needs to call in and explain antennas to us. She, uh, <laughs> Mosley. She's got to explain to these NBC, young bucks. ABC. <laughs> Good-looking guys. Cameron Stewart, extremely CBS. skinny. Like, Matt, what? These young, handsome guys. Skinny Stewart. (laughs) Uh, Steven. I uh, noticed, Gary, you're a little bit of a bald spot going there. Do give me the... Four years into knowing mostly is what he'll say that. My whole thing with this is the Cowboys have now beaten a team who's above 500. Mm -hmm. Claps all around some snaps. The problem with that is is the Eagles just didn't really care. They didn't need to care last night. They they understood they were at the very end of a really tough stretch, and now they get Seattle, New York, New York, and Washington. They're going to win out, most likely, and, and be the one seed in the NFC. So they had a lot less to play for than the Cowboys, so I wasn't shocked at the way the game went, but I still don't know if I can buy the Cowboys being a Super Bowl team, understanding they'll probably go on the road to face San Francisco in the postseason, and I don't think that's going to go very well. Yeah, I've never made a practice of trusting the Cowboys. Yes. This, Good call. This, Good call, some guy. This oh, feels like the time of year, even though December, January is usually kind of when they taper off. I guess maybe this is early enough in the holiday season right. that they're still playing at a good place. But, I mean, like, San Francisco to me is still the most complete team yeah. when healthy, yes. all that. I think if the Cowboys could somehow get the one seed, then I like their chances yeah. because even though uh, – AT&T Stadium is not like Ames, Iowa or something like that. Of course. It's, it's not bad. It's like what Gillette was to the Patriots. They win there, though. Yes, they, they win there. there. They and, play really, and they really won well there yesterday there. against a competent football yes. team. Yes. Yeah. yeah, well, Drake says they're 
they're like on the couch already. I, I don't know if I get this notion of they they didn't care about the game, right? They they <laughs> it, didn't it need it as like, much as the I Cowboys. Think the professional but, football players cared about the game. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I do think they care about the Banged game. Banged up after they won because they at still Kansas had a chance at a shot at number one, right. even though they lost the head to head. They still had a shot at that after they after they beat Kansas City. That felt like their in season Super Bowl. The regular season for them is okay. We're in the driver's seat. We have control. We know that we can win on the road in a tough environment. All right. And that was for the Eagles. It was like, okay, that was their that was their marker of we're a good team. They did not need the win on Sunday. They didn't need the win. They didn't need it as much as the Cowboys did. Yes. Well, but the Kansas City win looks worse every week because Patrick Mahomes uh, is just a team's out of sorts. He, he's, How about that D bag? He's crying about Kelsey's <laughs> like Hall of Fame career that at was the podium wild. after so the game. Bad. So uh, and just Andy an unbelievable Reed. meltdown. <laughs> he comes out he's like, like, with such a measured human. He's being. like, why would you guys? Call when we don't follow the rules. Why would you call that? Right, why would you? What <laughs> would you throw? No, but you didn't hear me. He's a Hall of Famer. Right. They ruined a great. If he moment. wasn't dating Taylor, they wouldn't have called that. If if he was turned on around, the other guy, he was so far offside. If he was turned around, you would have thought he was defensive. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that's like the, the. It's so stunning that Patrick Mahomes, who's fairly universally liked. Quirky dude, weird dude, yes. yes. Reminds me a lot of Travis Kelsey, who's just weird. At his at his core, you read his tweets, you're like, this is not normal. The CT got him real early. Oh. And for Mahomes, he says some things. He does the commercials and everything, but nobody hates him. Mm-hmm. He's a tough guy to hate. His wife, on the other hand, and his brother seem to get the brunt of all of that. And then after the game, when he's talking to John, anybody who will listen, he is screaming at them about how bad the officiating was, as if the Chiefs have never gotten a call go their way in the, sure. the, the course of history. I just, to me, Stephen, this is the first moment where I think all of America can point at Patrick Mahomes and say, "Cry, baby, this is like, dude, grow up." Who ca-? in the, in a regular season game, the Chiefs still have everything in front of them. The Bills are now seven and six, Kansas City eight and five. This doesn't matter that much to me. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the first time that we've seen the collective country just go, come on, Pat, what are we doing here? Right, right. Cam, is, I don't think Travis Kelsey is weird. Do you feel like he's a weird I, person? Are I you think kidding? He, I think weird might not be are bad you kidding? term. The CTE was a... Uh, I mean, he just seems he's like... A, he's a quirky guy. He seems like he a very a, typical a dumb jock who, like, yes. at age 23, was like, hey, you guys heard about reading? That seems like a, a cool <sighs> thing. Here we go. Travis he, Kelsey, April 14th, 2011. Oh, let's make this a Travis I, Kelsey tweet. I just gave a squirrel, S-Q-U-I-R-L-E... I just gave a squirrel a piece of bread, and it straight smashed all of it. I had no idea they ate bread like that. Ha ha! Hashtag crazy. That's so a, that's just yeah. That's a twenty-one-year-old college football player to me. I'm not saying he's the brightest tweeting. bulb in the chandelier, but like, that's what we were tweeting in 2011. We were still. We were still <laughs> yes, doing I, think that that, I think that is important. The context of what Twitter <laughs> was in 2011 is a different context. I feel like if you want to be a cheerleader, you have to pass a beauty test. Way too many ugly cheerleaders out there. <laughs> SMH, which again, well, who among us? Look, we're all thinking it. We're all thinking it. (laughs) We've all been here before. Well, but this is the thing. He was that guy, and then he he starts doing a podcast. He probably saw a few independent films. He read a couple books, and now he... He's, he's, he's with Taylor Swift. He's a little enlightened. He's enlightened. He's he's still dumb, but he's you know got a little intellectualism yes, about him. Yes, what enough that he, he, and he's seen the world now. He's yeah. been afforded that opportunity. He's been to Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, how who among Tampa us Bay? could say that? What did she? Taylor Swift said something like uh, uh, metal, like crazy. She said he was so metal, so metal, metal, oh. as, metal as hell, which is metal as hell. Bleep that, Aaron, please. <laughs> which yeah, Aaron, cut it. 
uh, I physically, I physically cringe. I was going to say, that makes me want to vomit. I just physically cringe that. when I read that quote. They belong together. This is what I'm saying. They do. She is all so weird. And, and and that's something the conversation we don't bring up enough is how weird they both are. So I, I, I don't know how you can't get on board with Travis Kelsey being a quirky I, guy. He is, he is weird. I will agree with that. Thank you. I, I think it is going to become... You don't think it detracts from the game? The most annoying couple ever. Uh-huh. Which yes. they already were through actually no fault of their own. This is the thing I have with Taylor Swift. I, I hate the culture of Taylor Swift. I don't hate Taylor Swift. Just the same culture around. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. I, it's not her fault. She, you know, she it's makes popular. music for yeah. dumb people and it is very good at it. And my mom um, loves her music. And she's making the most money <laughs> possible. And it's just the, the people that make their whole personality Taylor Swift is what I don't like. And I know there's some, well, actually, yeah. they wouldn't be listening. But if they hear this retro retroactively, they're saying, ostracized these are guys who just talk about sports two days. 90% of America, day. you've ostracized here. So like including the, Matt Mosley. In the end, the Dallas Cowboys won, and the culture of the Chiefs is falling apart before it our is. eyes. <laughs> it is. A once-proud franchise. In conclusion. Defending Super Bowl champions. Crumbling. Um, <laughs> if we get a Cowboys-Chiefs Super Bowl, that'd be the most insufferable from a media standpoint. Just be between, great. like. Yeah. Yes, but it would probably also be the highest rated of all. Yeah, would we'd be, see we'd see some old rating. pictures of Pat in Cowboys gear. Mm-hmm. Yes, we would. Oh yeah, be the highest rated. Any Cowboys Super Bowl would be the highest yeah. rated, I believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless they got the Diamondbacks, which would suck. Then did you even win the Super Bowl? If you beat the Diamondbacks in the Super Bowl, did you even win? Um, now what would be great is a Cowboys 49ers Super Bowl. I think that's coming this oh. year. This year? <laughs> yes. Later yes. on the Drake Toll Show, you gotta yes. back that one up. I don't. I'm, okay. What? Matter? I'm just looking for bold takes out there. <laughs> um, In segment two, we're gonna talk to him about conferences. <laughs> he thinks realignment. He hasn't started in reading yet. <laughs> uh, Stephen, I just I saw you in here in the press box. You look kind of sad and alone. It felt like we needed to give you our. We needed to grace you. Cam holding the bat today and mm-hmm. all the the beautiful things going on in the Allen Samuel Studios. Uh, before we do get you out of here, the whole Avalos Gillespie thing, did TC fire the wrong way to get the Riles guy and Kaz Kazadi? They have the whole old Baylor cast. Just put and, the band together, yeah. You know, to, <laughs> like out, outside of perspective, I didn't feel like the offense and defense were complementary to one another, mm-hmm. which is the same reason Oklahoma wanted Levy out, was that wasn't complementary football. And we're talking about Baylor. I was going to say similar to Baylor, but Baylor was just worse. Babadol like, is going to come in and throw team. the ball 40 times a game, and the, the defense already sucks. Now you put the defense on the field even more. Huh, right. For TCU, I, I thought it was more Bryles that didn't match a defense that went to the national championship. What did you think? Well, they were horrible in the red zone, which that's not a new issue with the Bryles offense and that coaching tree and everything yeah. that comes with it. Uh, and so, yes, that drug them down. Their identity on offense was really just we go fast, which, as you said, hangs your defense out to dry. Right. Um, I, I think the issue with Jim, I feel like Sonny on board with keeping him, but they gave up 70 points to Oklahoma in yeah. their season finale. 69. 69. Come That's on, a good point. Give Actually, him some credit. Very Josh Uber pick six, only 62. So mm. we're true. You know, yes. We're Let's real. just give them the credit here. We're working our way down. Uh, and there were so many explosive plays this year, which is really what his defense is supposed to prevent. They had yeah. higher expectations for that unit. I feel like there had to be a move that was made. And so they end up deferring to the defense coordinator. But I would have been fine with firing both coordinators. Yeah. Um, and I guess Sonny decided he was going to give Kendall one more opportunity to try to figure this out. But, yeah, Sonny Dykes, man, he's also got Carlton Buckles there. Like, he just uh, – he's kind of just rebuilding the 2014 Baylor staff. Yeah, which is – Did anything weird happen with them? 
No, scot free, pretty clean actually. Um, it is. It's so interesting. The, the CAB guy, right? Kendall is is now at TCU, and I know there was a lot of backlash from the fans to the point where when they announced it, they didn't really announce it. They announced, "Welcome Bryles family to <laughs> welcome Kendall and company." And see that guy in the back there? He's the one that's going to be the OC. <laughs> that's your new offensive coordinator. No, not that one. That that one behind him, older guy. Uh, and to me, it was it was funky from the start, but. Obviously, Sonny Dykes got his guy. He mm-hmm. built rapport by going to a national championship in year one. And I think we've had the conversation on the show. Cass Cazotti and Kendall Bryles may have known more than Art Bryles did because of how deep in the trenches they were. And that applies for Levy, too, and a lot of the assistants. Who I mean, There are talks of Cass Cazotti punishing players for things that should have been reported to the university that were held, handled in-house and should have gone a lot deeper. So He was punishing players that should have been punished by, like, the McLennan County office. Sheriff's Office. Yes, <laughs> the law... Um, people so, with a bigger title and yeah, coach. Right. Yeah. yeah so we a lot of times we pick and choose who in this situation deserves blame rather than going for hey wait a second there's Cascazzotti's name on this court document for mm-hmm. making a player run or lift extra weights because he assaulted a female <laughs> I thought, and then now he's coaching at TCU so I, I struggle to get behind the whole the O'Briles Cazzotti they should all be fired because it, we've now universally accepted those guys can coach in football again Anybody except for our Bryles from that era can coach in football again. So I, even you take you take away that last name, I still don't think he was a great OC at TCU this year. No, I don't think the on the field. I mean, the off the field issues were are what they are, and his history is. I mean, he's also named in right. some of those court documents. Yep. Um, so you're you're already kind of coming at it with the background of this is a person that's not well liked in TCU circles. He has yep. baggage, and the on the field product was not good. Um, and I mean, Cascazzati has strangely been not as much this season, but last year was definitely very front and center in a lot of their if you want to call it PR, social media push, right? Like as team motivator, guru, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, uh, darling. Guy that gives motivational speeches and kind of, you know, shifts the culture of the team. And so that's an issue. And I, I think it, it's weird to see Lebby get the head coaching job because I always thought that was kind of the last hurdle that wouldn't get crossed with a lot of these mm-hmm. assistants is that, okay, well, if they're an OC or position coach, you can always be like, well, they're just reporting to right. head coach or whatever the case may be. But now we're seeing Jeff Levy as a coach in the SEC. So it is weird that um, – I mean, it's it's not because Art was the guy that was running the ship, but it is strange yeah. that he's the one person that's effectively been blackballed entirely. Um, but, I mean, all these all these guys still carry around that history because there's, there's backlash every time they get hired. Yeah. Well, uh, happy to have your TCU perspective. It was fun. <clears throat> Thanks, fellas. I appreciate uh, that. Oh, thank you. Good to have you, Steven. I will see you Wednesday at the six-man state championship game. <laughs> That Cameron Wolf refuses to go to. Go Tigers. Um, yeah. Coming up. My Tigers. Cameron Stewart believes the Dallas Cowboys will win the Super Bowl in 2024. This is the Drake Toll Show. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back in action Thursday in the Farrell Center for the future Bears game hosting Delaware State. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11 a.m. tip-off Thursday. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. 
1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member in CUA. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 
the lights? Did I dance on the bar? Did I start any fights? The, the craziest part is that I, I went out on Thursday. You and I went out together on Saturday night. Went to, uh, where all we go? We went to the... To the... Uh, Dico- we went to Pinewood. We started Pinewood. at Pinewood. We went to Dichotomy. Good coffee. Do you remember where we went after Dichotomy? Uh, one day. One day bar, yep. And then after that was... Uh, pi- well, no, I finished the night at uh, the Hippodrome. Went to the Hippodrome. The middle All bar at the Hippodrome. sponsors of our... Oh. We saw Jace, whose dad listens to the show <laughs> religiously, which is awesome. Because remember, that. you were there. You were there. And Jace, the bartender, goes... You guys, I didn't hear mentioning it one time. Are you guys on a radio show? We're like, yeah. How did you know that? He's like, I don't know. You look radio guys. All right, whatever that means. I always said I had a face for radio. And he said, oh, my, been told that. my dad loves you guys. So shout out, Jace. Um, it was weird when he said his dad loves us more than he loves him. But, but the weird, though, I think, speaking of weird, I was confused. I, I, you know. Hitting. End of the up. night. Did I kiss all the cowboys? You waited until they won. 33 to 13. And then I kissed all the cowboys. That shoot out the lights? I will. We went downtown uh, Saturday, and you didn't see this, but the, there was an Austin's. You know the bar Austin's? Mm-hmm. Aaron, you ever been to Aaron? Aaron, Aaron what's this? Uh, <laughs> uh, the Austin's bar- on the avenue. Because it's like twice, yeah, not in a few years. Avenue. Well, they've rebranded it. They reopened, rebranded because they closed down for a bit. Reopened, rebranded to a college bar. I have not seen a line that long at any bar in Waco. Not scrubs. It's always always busy when we go by there now. It was the line was probably good thirty, forty yards out the door, but it was it was wide, girthy. It it used to be just the place that you could hear on Austin. Well, it would always can. just be super loud. You'd walk in, and there'd be five people. You in there. still can. Yes, you can still yeah, hear it, but at least it's packed. You're like, driving by to the point to the point where there, it was the wait was so long to get in that people were coming to the bar, the Hippodrome Bar, which is secret and you know secluded and away from everything. We we know all the bartenders. Classy. There's Jace. There's Natalie. You met them all, right? Yeah. You have a favorite bartender there? Sure. You already named them. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. You sure the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl? Did you mean that? Nah. Okay. Nah, you said they're going to go. It's going to be Cowboys and 49ers in, in the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yep. yep. They're going to. They're going to. NFL is just going to get rid of the AFC. What network like, is it this on? Stinks. What network is it on this year? Uh, CBS. Is this year CBS? It's Nance. Do we get Fox a Nance Super Bowl? I think we do. Wow. Okay. So I, Jim, oh god, I could be wrong about that. Jim Nance calls a Cowboys 49ers. Tony Super Romo calls. Stop. A Cowboys Stop. 49ers Super Bowl. I can't. Oh. Wait, were you impressed yesterday? Were you impressed? Uh, I was, know you thought one team was throwing the game, but with the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Look, that's. Ah. Ah. That's the thing. The Philadelphia Eagles are good at football. Yes or no? Yes, they are good at football. The Cowboys should be anyway. The Cowboys beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes or no? Yes. However, Philly won that emotional game against Kansas City in Arrowhead, took the foot off the gas, and said, we've got a really tough stretch here. Let's get past it. We are banged up. 
the morale is high. Here's the big moment we needed. We feel like we've clinched. They effectively had clinched the NFC, and they could kind of coast. Yeah, I, they and are banged up though. They are banged up, but banged I don't. Up. But I don't think they're banged up enough to not be able to beat the Cowboys. And not only did they not beat the Cowboys, yeah, but they lost by three scores. Yeah, crushed. Their defense looked awful. Their defense is yes. awful. awful. I mean, it's terrible. Their it's been, ter- so it's been terrible for over a month. Their secondary, and it's, and not, it's, been, it's had some holes. And it's anyone, not getting better. Anyone that makes Tony Pollard look like that. And they also did, and we're saying their defense, they didn't even score an offensive touchdown. They were way out of sorts, man. They, and they credit to beat, the Cowboys. They got beaten to submission. They got yeah, beaten that, to submission. That, that, a 33-13 almost seemed too close. I... Or to gifted point, a touchdown. What I wrote down, I had a prop last night. I believed that Philadelphia would lose the game. I thought they'd be playing catch-up the entire game. So I took Cowboys first half, Cowboys game. Mm-hmm. And I took Jalen Hurts, 22 and a half completions. Because I believed they'd be playing catch-up late they're in the gonna game. They're going to have to throw. And they're going to have to throw the ball. Which was the case. Until they were getting beat so badly, <laughs> there was no point they in throwing just, the ball. Uh, let's like, let's keep what? everyone healthy. Here. We're down by 17 points. Maybe... <laughs> And the player of the night, Brandon Aubrey. The okay, Cowboys I was going to ask still, who your MVP of the game was. The Cowboys are Brandon still Aubrey. having issues with finishing drives. But when you've got a guy who's 31 for 31, nailing 60 yarders, then fine. Dude, that this is a luxury Every drive that so few teams have. Yeah. Okay, most NFL teams don't have a bad kicker, right? Yeah, of course. But one that is a legitimate weapon. A young Hoku. That changes you your game plan. You see that uh, the only player in NFL history to hit from sixty and fifty nine in the same game. He nailed that sixty yarder oh, in the first quarter. Good from sixty five. Which I, I, what was the? I, there had some stat. I think it's like the only sixty yarder ever made in the first quarter. Really? Because teams don't do that. Oh yeah. You're you're risking giving them giving the Eagles the ball at their own forty three. And it's only seven nothing. But they're like, he's gonna nail this. Not miss. And he did. This is such a weapon. Such a weapon to have come playoff time yeah, yeah. where you know that's three points. It 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 changes a whole different part of the field for you offensively. And everybody, who was it? The old 49ers, uh, Robbie uh, Gould. Robbie Gould was the guy in the, in the offseason who was the hot topic. Right? There was one of those. I think it was Gould who was the hot topic for the Cowboys to pick up. And everybody, oh, okay, fine. Brandon Aubrey, whatever. He's insane. The dude's nuts. 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 I mean, soccer player. Very much in that. It's kind of like what we talked about with tight ends. Where there's the elite level, and then there's a big drop off between the pretty good. Oh, after like four, yes, four or five tight ends, and then it's no in to the fantasy, point to the points where it's like yes, in fantasy was no exactly point. where I was going. Yep, to the point where it's like if you don't get one of those guys, you're omitting that position. Just get for a all intents and purposes. Yeah, get a like Luke those Musgrave guys, and hope those guys who get the best tight ends and the best kickers in fantasy are so much better than their opponents. Yeah, at at that position, that's what Brandon Aubrey is at kicker right now. Like he is, he is absolutely. It's him and Tucker. Yep. Right now, like yep. that, those are the two in the league. I've had a great success in great fantasy success. with the strategy of taking the best quarterback in the league, <laughs> the best good. defense in the league, the best kicker in the league. If I can get those three things, I already have a leg up on you at three positions, almost without fail. I used to always get domed kickers. That's all easy. That's with good offenses. Good. I mean, I don't even, yeah. for the most part, I don't really care if they have field goals or extra points. Coming up, points. what's the best strategy in fantasy football? <laughs> God, there's no more insufferable medium than could rope Aaron to that one for or sure. genre than fantasy Been football. Been talking about fantasy Aaron football. It. Aaron does love it. Okay, so yeah. Aubrey, automatic. Automatic Aubrey. Automatic. They call him automatic Aubrey. That's what we call him. <laughs> you automatic. know who I think has been just as important in the Eagle or the Eagles, the Cowboys 
I think real turnaround in the last couple weeks. Turnaround's not a great word, but going to the next level. No, the best corner on the team, though. My guy, former Defensive Player of the Year, Stephon Gilmore. Stop. Lights out yesterday. Lights out. Stop. Are you kidding? He was the best player on the field yesterday. He was absolutely lights out. Deron Bland gets ripped apart by Metcalf in the first half last week against Seattle. Gilmore goes on him in the second half, shuts him down, and absolutely takes A.J. Brown out of the game yesterday. Forces a fumble, nine tackles, including that great one on Devontae Smith on the fourth down that essentially puts the game away. Hits Devontae Smith, shallow crosser, one-on-one. Nobody else that can tackle him before the sticks, and Steffi brings him down. Steffi. Well, you guys are tight like that The Gilly Lock is so back. Jeez. Boo. Fine wine. 33, and he was the best corner. He's the seventh best player yesterday. Seventh best Best player player on the field for the Cowboys. Seventh seventh best player on the Cowboys over the age of 30. I'll give you that. This is a weak take. He was locked down yesterday. You're not going to give him his due. Uh, if, Just because you didn't like him five weeks ago. If I found out that three Dallas Cowboys were piloting a plane together and Stephon Gilmore was on that plane, I'm not complaining. You'll, you'll lose. You'll lose. I'm not complaining. You, you, you'll lose. Okay? I'm not complaining. I'm going to trust that the plane Stephon Diggs is going to rip you apart next week. You'll lose to, oh my gosh, Miami will torch you. But yeah, sure, put him on the plane. I'll put him okay. on the plane. I'll put, oh, Best dude. player on the field yesterday. Did you see uh, Young Hope? That's, that's why they're going to the Super Bowl. You see Young Hoku and Shohei Otani, what they have similar? Uh, I don't want to say it. It's their ethnicity. That was it. You see that post? The no. twi- there was a Twitter account. Oh, oh the, yes, was, yes. That, that was, was Shohei Otani signing a 10-year, $700 million deal with the Dodgers is the equivalent of Young Hoku signing a 10-year, $700 million deal with Atlanta. Everyone, not not the equivalent to Micah Parsons. Right, everyone's not the equivalent to, to Patrick is, Mahomes. Why is that the equivalent? Just because they're both from Japan? Is that is that what that is? That's what this means? <laughs> yes, yes, I guess so. Which is still not near as bad as Sean McDermott, the head coach oh. of the Bills. You're the head coach of a football team coming into his locker room and be like, guys, I want to talk about 9-11 for a second. There's, like, there's, without fail, there is someone, usually in the sports world, every couple months will reference something about Hitler. Yes. And it just never works. Yes. But it happens like twice a year. I think Sean Spicer this did might that one be, time. This might was, be a new cycle. Sean Spicer might bring in a 9-11 cycle instead. Awesome. That's what we're... What was he saying? Like the teamwork that the, that the Al-Qaeda hijackers used? That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> oh, this is great. Yeah, Sean Spicer says... <laughs> great headline. John Spicer apologizes for even Hitler didn't use chemical weapons statement. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, oh, this boy. is the White House press secretary. He's like, you know, oh, Hitler boy. didn't even do that, uh, which you can't do. And then Sean McDermott cannot use the Al-Qaeda terrorists oh, no. as a ploy to tell his team about teamwork. There's and a great show on HBO called mm-hmm. How To with John Wilson. Yes. And he's a this weird, weird guy. You think Travis Kelsey's weird? This guy's really weird. Okay. Filmmaker. And he ends up finding the personal trainer, this guy who trained two of no. the hijackers. No. Uh, who wrote a memoir. And he's interviewing them up. He's interviewing wait, 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 the guy the about hijackers the hijackers. Wrote a memoir or the no, guy, the, the, trainer. the personal trainer did. All right. And so he starts interviewing this guy <laughs> and he's like, So what did you like what did you think when you saw, oh, saw stop. that it was them, right? And he goes, 
I was proud of them. No, no. It was everything we talked about in training. They had an idea. They they put their mind to oh it. And they made it happen. And I was like, oh. it's the one thing you can't say. Well, I'm like Googling this. I'm like, is this real? It's so real. No. It's so real. Honestly, and, and McDermott. He's a Bills fan now. Yeah, McDermott saw that video and <laughs> he's thought. He's a Bills fan. Guy's got a point. Guy is right. You could have used he's, the firefighters. Like, the, you, you know what? Or you could have, and this is the, I know this is revolutionary, just stayed away from 9-11. Yeah, maybe just use a different example. <laughs> just not use 9-11 at all in your professional locker room. And then it's. He's you know, like, what is the only thing all my guys will know about? The only thing. <laughs> and he chose the wrong party. He chose the wrong oh, side man. to demonstrate to his team how to win. Who Did he not run that across anybody? Like just, it's so easy. To the firefighter example. And how did it Of like they're coming in from all different precincts. Eventually they're coming in from all different cities, but they worked together. They came together in a time of need. They followed the leaders and and you know, rescued lives. Right. Instead and that, was, that was a life or death scenario, and this boys is just a game. If they can do it in a life or death scenario, what if we we're able to replicate that in a game? And it's still I don't love it. I don't love it. We oh, don't it have to way use better. 9-11. It works way better. But it, it's, you don't need it. You don't need the 9-11. There, there are high school football coaches in this state using that, that uh, speech every September 11th. If an 11th, NFL coach. Not the Al-Qaeda side. If an NFL coach took the Al-Qaeda side, then I'm sure there's been a high school coach who has done the same, like, look, I get it, it was wrong, but just think about the planning, the effort, now, the courage. Now, I don't know even if in 2023 it's fireable for the uh, NFL, but if you're the owner, you're just like, no. What is this guy thinking? What are we doing? Like, what is the direction? The franchise is already going down. And of course, it, it yeah, seems like their championship window is already closed. They're seven and six. And now and they're seven and out. six, although a big win yesterday. And you're just got to think like, hmm, let's just see if there's something else better out there. Oh. You know? That, that was the breaking news. Is That's great from Tony. Young Hoku isn't even Japanese. He's South Korean. I was going to say, that <laughs> sounds... I don't want to step by overstep my boundaries oh, here. I don't no. know, but it sounds like a Korean name. Oh, no. So it would be like saying... That would be like if Yao Ming made yeah. <laughs> X amount in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Same thing. God. That's beautiful. What a tweet. <laughs> Talk about just great interpretations. And the responses that are, why would it be like that? Just the simple... Uh, uh, why, why, why would this make sense? Young Hoku and Shohei Otani. Shohei didn't go to the Rangers, which was just not a topic today because I, I, I don't know. You were a little less passionate than I was. I thought it's the stupidest thing. This whole it reminded me a lot of when coaches or players retire a year out and give their and get a farewell tour. Yeah, some guys a Kobe I get, but there are those well, that, that do it you are like. Nah. Uh, I'll I'll even own up to one of my childhood favorites. David Ortiz had one, uh-huh. and I was like, yeah. What? What, what gift are they going to give was him it in Miguel San Diego? Cabrera? Was it Miguel Cabrera that just Miguel did Cabrera it? Cabrera got. And then somebody retired his jersey. Miami retired his jersey. Yeah, okay. It's just weird. Stop. It's just yeah. bizarre. It's just, and it felt like that was, that's what the Otani process was. I mean, Rivera got one. And it's just, it I don't odd. I don't need that. Um, coming up, the Dallas Cowboys might win the Super Bowl. It's Cameron Stewart's take. Let's have him back it up, though. This is <laughs> the Trick Toll Show. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Snap to Prescott, fake to Pollard. Only heard here. Deep and going to the middle, and there's Cooks all along. All season. In the middle of the end zone, touchdown Cowboys. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills, live from Highmark Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station.
Cowboys and Bills, Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayafuels.net. That's mayafuels.net. You're listening to ESPN Central. Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Driven Body Art Tattoos and Piercings has the most creative tattoo artists in Waco, specializing in many styles like traditional, new school, and photorealism in both color and black and gray. Not sure what you want? Try our tattoo roulette. Need a gift or a stocking stuffer? Pick up a gift card for that special person. Come see us at Driven Body Art 5312 Hawthorne Drive at Lake Air Drive or at DrivenBodyArt.com. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's somewhat freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. back to Georgia and I hope she will take me back nothing in my pocket and 
All I Aaron Sexton, not a Jim Croce fan. Yeah. I just hadn't heard that song. Well, I guess I'm not a huge fan. I like. It's okay to not be a fan. I like his hits. You know what I mean? Like, I don't dislike Boy Brown. It's not a. It's not a Croce. Uh, don't mess around with Jim. Jim Croce. I've got a name. Oh, I've got a name. It's great. Really a great artist. Man. It's two songs in one. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. Jim Croce or Gordon Lightfoot. Personally, I'm going Jim Croce. You're going what? Jim Croce. Croce. Okay. I like Lightfoot. Okay. But for me, Lightfoot's a little more top heavy. Yeah. I, I, really, uh, I really only like Lightfoot's two top songs. Dude, I got I got put in a bad spot here. Which number one is Sundown? Oh, I got put in a bad spot here. I almost like stick to my stomach about the purchase I'm about to make. Oh no. <sighs> Dude, it's not you can get a girlfriend, man. It's not worth it. <laughs> Can't say that. <laughs> Dub that, Aaron. There is a dog. And it, it it is the best dog of all time. It's greater than any dog. I thought you were about to say doll, and it was going to reinforce my point. Go ahead. It's a very good dog. It's a good boy. His name is Patch, which helps. I would Patch. Cha- I would change the name to Bear. Bear would be his name. That's nice. That's what we almost named Big Man. He, <laughs> The dog that you named Big Man? Yeah. I gave like 20 names to Grace, and she just said, no. And so now he's with some other family and is going to go by Cowboy, I think. Good. What okay. Right. That's much Going better through. than Big Man, which any dog name is better than Big Man. Eh, it's not the worst. Why would you ever I name your dog Nomar, Big Man? I liked though. That was unique. Nomar's <laughs> I like funny. Rocky a lot. Okay. But she didn't think he'd get adopted as a pit bull named Rocky because it's too aggressive. Great. Uh, so so my, my dad's calling. Dad, can you hear me? Okay, so is, he, what you, is this a is this a guest appearance by yeah, Phil the Thrill? What do you think about the dog? What do you think? Because there's an opportunity on the table That's moving uh, moving forward. I can have this dog. You're live on ESPN Central Texas. Yes, but well, I think the dog is too big. You need a small dog, and also, who's going to keep the dog in your busy lifestyle? It's a great question. Yes, this is a point great that he makes. question. This is a point that he makes that I cannot. I, I, yes. Um, well, I will have two very loving parents and a girlfriend. And, no, I don't do that. Uh, don't do that. People, people, this dogs is what sit. my older siblings are doing. Say so far is, is you have a girlfriend to take care of your dog. <laughs> and what an astute observation my father makes. Uh, dad, thank you for joining ESPN Central Texas. I can call, I will call you after the show. Before happy I put birthday. the pause it down, have you late birthday? I will call you after the show. I love you, stuff. Uh, so that's father's thoughts. Are we, are, you showed me a picture lifestyle. of the dog. He didn't look that, that big. No, it, it, I mean, obviously he he's a puppy, six, but he is six weeks old. Good job. Oh, Kale. it's that young. Okay. Good job. You, I didn't Oh, very good. Very good. What? Cam understands how puppies work. Yes. yes I just said, he's I knew small, he was a puppy. I didn't think he was six weeks. That's it. Uh, yeah. He's something like that. He's, he'll be ready Christmas around Christmas. It is an Australian shepherd and golden doodle mix. It's the cutest dog that's ever existed for sure. The price, You're going to need more bang energy, man. The price is tough. To, yeah, it's going to be wild. Price is tough to justify, but it's, uh, I mean, it's, you know, this would be a great companion. Big man would have been free. Big man, I could have gotten big man, who I didn't think was a very good dog, by the way. Can I just throw that out? I met He's your dog. He's a great dog. He's just young. He's I just met your dog, misguided. big man, and I did not enjoy him. I, you didn't enjoy Probably him. Probably nicer to you than Tara. Hence, you gave away big man. We we brought him back to the shelter for a better chance to get adopted, and he got adopted within a day. Uh huh. Exactly. Did well. You couldn't you couldn't give him away. 
big man that is. Not to you. No, of course not. Not to anybody. So you had to give him back the shelter. <laughs> and then someone took him. Uh, yeah, that's fine. It's all about the foot traffic. Right, of course. I, but yeah, it was it was not the most peaceful well. place. He's just a puppy, man. He's just he was rambunctious and loud. He was getting used to living indoors. He had lived his first almost two years outside. Yeah. So I it just took, it takes a while. Getting a dog's a big thing. This is a big dog to get. And it's not that it's not a large animal. The Aussie Australian Shepherd and Doodle mix is not a crazy massive dog. My girlfriend wants a Bernese Mountain dog. Oh my. Which is Oh, the lar- that's the largest. Uh, that's as big as they come. That's a big dog, man. It's a so, horse. It's a moose. But do you ever, you buy a car or something and you have that thought and you have that feeling in your, in your stomach, that thought in your head. Of, oh, this is a big, this is a big life decision, but I know I, I know I must I do it. I have to do it. Uh-huh. It, I, anything that I purchase over a hundred dollars, I get that. <laughs> that's just the way I was oil raised. Oil change? <laughs> you go to get an oil change? I, I know mean, I must do this. Oh, the worst was buying that camera lens a few months ago, which is like two thousand. It's gonna last me a decade. It was like yeah. two thousand bucks. I was just like shaking. Sounds about like a to dog. Put in my my credit card information. Sounds Same a, thing with the laptop. Sounds I like got a, a few weeks like ago. a dog. Yeah, you're, yeah. Just, you're shaking because it's a massive purchase. But you know, that's. I also I, I got a I got a nice Christmas bonus from our China Spring uh, football games. By Christmas bonus, I mean I finally got paid. Nice, because I own the by company. the boss by the owner. Right. I owned the company and decided to not pay myself the entire season to make sure we were above negative, to make sure we, we, we may were profitable and everybody else got paid. So now with my Christmas bonus, as altruistic as I was, I can get a dog. Congratulations I'm to get you. A dog. I'm going to name it Bear because of? Bear Bryant. No. Bear in the big blue house. Plymouth, Massachusetts. Oh. Is it Plymouth or is it, what's the other, Cape Town? What's the, what, the, last, the last town on Cape? Provincetown. Provincetown. That's why I'm naming it Bear. I get it. Yes. More yes. of a Truro guy myself, if uh, we're being of honest. Of course you are. Great wine in Truro. Cam, why would the Cowboys place. win the Super Bowl? Uh, I think with Stefan Gilmore going up against the number one receiver. God bless. Possibilities are endless. Is that really what you want? Your takeaway from last night was Stefan Gilmore. It could be the catalyst to a Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl. No, but I think it's an awesome piece. It's like a, okay. it's like a trade deadline piece that they got because they were one of the few teams in the NFC that just didn't make a move at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that just plays to their strengths. I think Deron Bland, who has had an excellent season, if Gilmore's going to play like this, of course. I mean, we'll see. He's thirty three. I don't know if he can do it for a whole playoff run, but if he can. And put Deron Bland on the number two receiver, that's that's gonna pay great dividends for the Cowboys, I think. And the yeah. for a defense that didn't need too much help. Um, and look, Dak is right in the middle of this MVP conversation now. The odds-on favorite by DraftKings, by the way. Mm-hmm. And that offense was humming yesterday, and yeah. I didn't even think he had that great a game. Do you? I thought I thought he was good. He was good. He missed some throws, but. Um, he ran a good two-minute offense, which the Eagles are terrible defending against. Yeah. And he even threw a touchdown to Michael Gallup. And once that happens, Same man, in 2023, anything is on the table. In this economy? <laughs> is on a the Michael table. Michael Gallup touchdown? There I, I, do think, I do think they have the roster to win the Super Bowl. I have said that several times on this program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just struggle to see them beating... San they, on the road. they struggle still. And they will to, look really good in their first playoff game. They have struggled Tampa. to establish the run game. I believe it looked the, better yesterday. It did against the Eagles defense. Yes, I believe yep. the 
ability to move quickly, to go fast, has gotten so crisp compared yes. even to that to that Arizona game, which I go back which to I a think, lot. Which I think to. that should have come a little bit earlier this season. Yeah, mm, I loved how Collinsworth broke it down and said, look, Dak had to adjust to one step, yeah. two step, back foot throw. That it was a very, it's very different this year, the speed at which the Cowboys operate, and Dak had to adjust to that. And you can only do it in game. You can't do it in the preseason. You can yeah, only do it. No, yeah, there's no game speed. In a regular season simulate. game, it is, I mean, as soon as you take the step, two step drop, and you're throwing or you're running, you're making a decision immediately, which, uh, lo and behold, fits Dak so well that he is the yes. leader. He is right there for the MVP, which gives a, you got a ton of credit. To Mike McCarthy, who we haven't given a lot of credit to on the yeah. show, because last game to me was a make or break for him. If he lost that game, if you lose to the Eagles on Sunday, you probably fire Mike McCarthy at the end of the year. Uh, and he battles through. The man can't even laugh right now. No, he is. He he's wheeled him out there. Pendix is burn. gone, and he called a, a masterful game. The offense called a really good game. Again, but but, Again, but we are going. Here. We are going to learn so much more in Buffalo on Sunday. And then at Miami next week, we're going to learn so much more in those games than what we got yesterday. I, I really believe that. No, I believe that wholeheartedly. And the schedule coming up is a gauntlet for the Cowboys, including this game they played yesterday. But I was thinking about it this morning. Maybe I'm getting too optimistic, a, a, an overly optimistic Cowboys fan, which I have always been. Yeah. In that the, the Eagles do not have a layup next Sunday. The Eagles have to go across the country okay. to play Seattle, who, as we've said on this program, losers of two in a row, but right. we've said on this program, good team, uh-huh. not a very good team, one that's probably going to be on the fringe of a playoff spot. Right now, that's exactly where, they're, where they are. Yep. They just basically lost the division yesterday, not that they had really hope at it anyway. Yeah. And they are a team that has a good coach, has a decent enough quarterback, and some good weapons that are going to be desperate for a win next week. And much like what we were talking about last week with the Cowboys leading up to it, the, the talk show hosts in Seattle are saying the same thing. Yeah. We've got them at home. And this is the time to get at the Eagles. That that defense looks terrible. They've got some some big injuries in the secondary there. And they have not been able to move the ball the same the last two weeks. So Seattle is thinking the same thing. Yes. So I think it's probably more feasible that the Eagles lose this game next week and the Cowboys don't win out than it is the Eagles lose this week and the Cowboys do win out, though. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, right. The Eagles, or excuse me, the Cowboys schedule is still tough enough. And Buffalo, who was reeling, coming off a, a big victory yesterday, too. Uh, don't know if it's going to be crazy weather up there this week, but that's that's not an easy place to go and play when, no. when they're humming. I think Buffalo's going to win Miami's this week. And Miami's even worse place to play for think, the Cowboys. I think Miami's going to win next week. I, I, I don't know if the Cowboys will get past these next two games. You have established you're going to the postseason. It is still, you're still a long shot. You're not guaranteed if you win out the NFC, despite right. that win right. on Sunday. And yes, because if, if Philly wins out, out they're... They're fine. And you know they see this. You know Dak's looking at that today. You know these guys. And the, they, and the 49ers understand. don't have a very tough schedule either. No, they understand what is in front of them and, and that the Niners and the Eagles both are in a better position than the Cowboys as it sits. And I, I don't believe, I, I, I am right now confident Dallas would still lose to San Francisco on the road. They would lose in San Francisco. Yeah. I, I, I just think there's a scenario next week 
next Monday, where we are talking about a completely different mindset for the Cowboys. Oh, if they if, if they, they do go and win, yeah, and the Eagles lose, which is a lot, but if that happens, then you're looking at that and you're thinking, oh boy. Yeah. We can get at this division. And then I look at San Francisco, and it's it's still not that hard the rest of the way, but they've got Baltimore the next week. Yeah. And you're like, okay, you know, this is there's no guarantees here, but it's it's there for the taking. So I don't know that's a lot to ask for, but yeah. it's any given Sunday, Drake. And maybe any given th- Sunday. Maybe that's why I'm not quite on the Super Bowl train yet. I am waiting. Being cautiously optimistic. Cautiously. <laughs> Cautiously neutral. Analytical. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I couldn't say that I'm optimistic yet. I like what I see for sure, but I haven't You're a step seen it. away from being cautiously optimistic. I haven't seen it on the road. I have you know, I, I, I remember the way that Dallas played San Francisco earlier in the year and can't get that out of my out of my brain. Um I I don't know if I've seen enough to say confidently that won't happen again. What when the inevitable game in San Francisco at what well, used to be Candlestick, now it's Levi's. Yes, Peg's Santa place, Clara. Yeah, I d- could could not squarely tell you the Cowboys are going to win that game and go to the Super Bowl. It's not going to happen. They're going to lose that game. They're going to lose that game. So I'm not preparing myself for postseason success when you are you haven't gotten it. You haven't gotten it. So I'm not going to let the regular season fool me again. That's the 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 That's of being a Cowboys you. fan happens every year. You let the regular season fool you. And you think, oh, this is it. You know, remember those 12 and 4 Romo years of, oh, this is the one, finally. And it always falls apart. But is Dak the MVP? Right now, yes. Nice. He's, a, nice. he's so good at throwing a slant, as is Brock Purdy. Yeah. Who is the other guy who I think would win it? Although, and I mean, Tyreek Hill is supposed to be in that discussion. Yeah, though. for sure. But Dak, Dak has put some balls in a bucket. He is. And I think what his, works against Brock Purdy is his coach. His coach has shown we scheme it better than anybody. We can put anyone in there and still win. Yeah. Brock Purdy probably takes him to another level, but it is about value, Drake. Dak's deep ball has been there too. I, I, if you watch film of Purdy and Dak side by side, we're not looking at staunchly different quarterbacks. Those are You're looking at a couple of West Coast offenses. And Brock's deep ball has gotten better. Man. Yes, it has. He is starting to look Dak throws the occasional deep ball. He Brock is, throws he the occasional deep ball. He is doing the Brady ball. thing here. It, it, scary. They remind me a lot of, the, and obviously the stature notwithstanding, and, and most majority of everything else but just the way those offenses <laughs> operate with the short game the way they operate with hey he'll take a shot deep every now and then and it's worked it's worked for the cowboys mixing in that deep shot on third down last night to clinch the game basically uh i i just <clears throat> you don't see him in the super bowl <sighs> no they're not, that's george straight once said no cowboys in the super bowl yeah the, da- the dallas cowboys are not going to the super bowl they're not going to the super bowl they're not and i'm not and until but with that if you're sitting in your car you're screaming yes they will they might, but I, I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it till they're there. They're I'm not, not going to buy it. They might. I'm not going to buy it till but they're there. But they won't. But they, they could. could. But there's a chance. <laughs> I just, I'm not going to believe <laughs> until it happens. But it could happen. That's a thing. Uh, coming up. Did you see this? Probably not. Unbelievable. Mart and Oglesby are in the state championship, but not against each other. That would not go very well. Not against each other. This is the Drake Toll Show. 
Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action this Saturday in Detroit taking on Michigan State. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Road trip! Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Genco is extending its auto refi road trip to December 30th. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org, member NCUA. Genco! At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's so much freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece, a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. 
the Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 16th and Sunday, December 17th at the Cadence Bank Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. Get there early for the two guns that'll be raffled off at 4 o'clock on Saturday and 3 o'clock on Sunday. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find lots of ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, December 16th from 9 until 5, December 17th from 10 to 4 at the Cadence Bank Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, run by a native Texan for all Texans. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265EV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back in action Thursday in the Farrell Center for the future Bears game hosting Delaware State. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11 a.m. tip-off Thursday. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. downtown yesterday Word got around no money down Take years and years to pay When I got there the lot was bare but the salesman said hold on For a little cash I got a two-tone Nash out behind my barn If the devil danced in empty park Welcome back! He'd have a ball in mind With a nine-foot grand Ten peaks band and a twelve-year-old we listen to this uh, back in Arkansas. No kidding. Yep. <clears throat> That's right. They have to have a banjo in it, right? That's state law. That's a fiddle. That's Texas. That's Texas, you idiot. <laughs> Love it. What? <laughs> Welcome to the South, buddy. Marked. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the South. Aaron, uh, I just emailed you a video. Did you see Cam the thing the Suns Wait, you did? were the you were the one who said every tour you have to know how to play the banjo because you're from Arkansas. How is banjo now a Texas thing? It's not. <laughs> Fiddle's a banjo thing. The fiddle is a Texas thing. God bless. Right, fiddle is. All I right. said I said banjo. Did you hear me? Yeah, I did. That's fine. Okay, just didn't seem like you did. You I would about the say fiddle. at the beginning of my tours at Waco Tours, I would say that I play the banjo, which in, Ar- in Texas is a fun fact. In Arkansas, it's mandatory. That's good. You like it? Originally from Valonia, Arkansas, population one. I was a hell of a mayor. They called me totalitarian, but it was just me. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. It got the folks on the van rolling, man. I was a good tour guide. Uh, the Suns played a basketball game. What? Yes, they did at home. This is. Can I get a break of news? <laughs> Worth the wait. The Suns played basketball. <laughs> yeah. Steve Kerr had said the the No, before, not something about 9-11. The game before. No, not him. Thankfully. Oh, okay. You know what his, brother, his son's name is? No. <sighs> not 9-11. Mark? Mark Kerr? Not Get Mark it? Kerr. Oh. That'd be nice. <laughs> it would be a lot better than what his son's actual name is. Yeah, that's uh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Uh, that Steve Kerr says in the post-game press conference after playing the Suns that their music's too loud and that he can't hear anything and he just goes Boy, in this old man spiel. You should try the Farrell Center, by so the way. In- yeah, <sighs> blow your eardrums out. So the in-stadium DJ on it, the day following does this. 
In this building, you can't hear anything because it's like a club. It's like a, it's like a South Beach club. It's just it's thumping techno oh. club music. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thumping yeah. techno club music. Thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. Great. You know what? Great beat drop. That is pretty good. Oh, uh, the only thing that made that it better is pretty good. Is although doing I that. am that old man now who hates just how loud some of these arenas are. You do that when the Warriors come to, to town. That That'd be great. Steve Kerr on the court, thumping techno just club fist music. Bumping Steve Kerr, automatic Catholic all girls school. What is he what? Uh, working out? <laughs> Too many beers. Are you talking about the Brett Kavanaugh? Yeah, remix? it's the Brett Kavanaugh remix. They use all the quotes from that court hearing, which is nuts. Because he keeps going, yeah, sometimes I had too many beers. Too, what does he say? Too, 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 too many beers. Fully condone, wholly embrace. Mart, the Panthers looking for another state championship. Oglesby, the Tigers, appearing in their first. I called the Oglesby coach, Coach Dixon, this weekend. Dude's awesome. Said that he loves he loves six man football so much that it's, it's that he coaches it that it's tough to watch eleven man now. Said he played eleven man and just can't. He is also a maniac. Guy's got some screws loose. I can imagine that that's a tough transition to make back if your whole life is six man. Yeah, like yeah, I could watch one Saturday and and watch football again, no problem. But because I asked it him, it is a lot slower, a lot different. He was assistant man. at Jonesboro and went to a state championship with Jonesboro and. And then I asked him, okay, you were an assistant, what position? You know, like what, what was your what was your position on the staff? He said, defensive coordinator in six man football. Boy. Which you gotta be a maniac. Yeah. Hey, boys. That's only, a, talk about a thankless right. job. If you could allow forty four points per game and have an elite defense in six man, maybe not elite, but you know what I'm saying. You'll win a lot of games. Yeah. 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 Win a lot of games. And so I asked him, I was like, Coach, all due respect. How many screws loose do you have to have to be a defensive guy in six man? And he goes, Oh, all of them. <laughs> Great response. He goes, Screw? Huh? Great response. Um, talked about too just what it means for a six man talent. It is different than an eleven man. It's different than you go to Allen. And some folks at Allen have no idea. It's big enough. They have no idea that the Eagles are playing in a playoff game that night. Or or you go to even uh, Stephenville, where there's a lot. Go- you got college there. There's a lot going on. I mean, yep. there may be some folks that just don't. I don't really keep up with the Yellow Jackets. In Oglesby, Texas, there That's will it. not be. I mean, I, I don't encourage robbery. But they're going to have to chain up the whole town. Like, nobody comes in. Nobody comes out. for an entire, they've, canceled, they've canceled classes. They have stopped all business. It is Oglesby Tiger Day in Oglesby this Wednesday at 2 o'clock. And I love it. Everybody knows no everybody. No way they have school. Have they already canceled? They've canceled school. Yep. All classes canceled. Every, he said everybody knows. The, the, the town, it's a community to the point where, oh, someone had a kid. We're all going to babysit that kid. Like everybody just knows everybody to the point of, we are, we're in this together. You maybe watch that, them grow maybe up. Maybe if they win on Wednesday, then they'll all get a chance at the trophy. That'd be nice. Like yeah. what they do with the Stanley Cup. Everyone gets a day. Yes, That'd be nice. They will definitely do that. And thank you. Now, six man's funky. If you've never, if you haven't heard, if you're, you know, just new to funky, the six man, funky thing. like Phoenix Suns, funky. DJ funky, like everybody, clap your hands. <laughs> I have Rappers recently studied funky. a lot of six man football. I could answer some of the most burning questions about the game. Typically, the center will snap the ball to the wait, running wait, back. Wait, wait, wait. Can I can I quiz you a little bit? Please do. How many players on the field for one team? Uh, six. Good. Six You're players good, on the field man. for each he's, team. He's good, Aaron. 
He's good. All right, ready but tell, for the game tell already? Me, tell me some of the big differences. I know it's a smaller field, eighty by forty. Okay. The dimensions of the field are oh, wow. eighty by so forty, even thinner as well. Okay, gotcha. so the the truly tough part that comes with this from a broadcaster's perspective is being at AT and T Stadium on Wednesday. A player may run the ball to what says the twenty nine yard line on the field at AT and T. It says twenty nine yards at AT and T, but. That's actually only the nine-yard line. <laughs> Got to do nice. some quick maths there. And if you go to the 50, the 50-yard line, as it's marked on the field, is actually the 40-yard line, the midfield stripe of the six-man game. So you have to take that into account as well. This is, this is, what, this is what Europeans think of. Everyone else uses the metric system where mm-hmm. you're using it out of 100 on a football field, mm-hmm. but we're playing six-man football here in America. And along along with those rules, first and 15, because the game is geared toward the offense so mm-hmm. much, players can run before the snap. They can move before the snap forward, but they must be five yards behind the line when the ball is snapped. Okay. Now, in asking Coach Dixon about that, he said, we don't do that around here. We don't play arena football. So he played, okay, so he's playing like a, he said, we like, don't play arena the, football. like the wishbone equivalent. He said, we, we do it the right way here. Okay. And the quarterback is actually the running back. Here's why. The running back's the first one to get the ball. It's a wildcat. Every time. Every time, because then the running back will take it and pitch to the quarterback. The reason why is there has to be a clean transfer before the QB can run. Otherwise, he's stuck behind the line of scrimmage. So if you direct snap it to him, he can't run. He's, right. So he can't okay. scramble. Is that, is, is can, that designed to help? Like a, it's designed a pass to help, rush. It's designed or? to help the the pass rush. Okay. To give you more time okay. as a, makes for sense. the pass rush. Yeah. Okay. Because if the QB could scramble and have two backs in the backfield with them, then and this with whole only thing could three be, guys up, yeah, it's, yeah, it's nuts. This whole thing could be nuts. So the QB cannot usually doesn't take the direct snap. Instead, the running back takes it, pitches it to the quarterback, or hands it to the quarterback, and then at that point they can throw it, they can run it. So your QB is just your dual threat everything guy. And luckily, your best athlete. Oglesby has a couple guys who can throw the football. Uh, Every PAT is worth two, uh-huh. or you can elect to go for one. And that would be like going for two. Run a traditional play, yes. Okay. Every field goal is like worth that. four. The reason being, it's much harder to get a snap, yes. hold, kick off when you have two people, the holder and the kicker, and then four guys to block. Wait till the- Dave Aranda goes for two in a 10-point game for some reason, and it ends up being one. Imagine the the distraught. Dave Aranda would be a great six-man football coach. I thought of Dave Aranda over the weekend watching Army-Navy. Yeah. Did you yeah. see the end of that game? I did. And it I was s- in the end, but the the penultimate drive for Navy. I had over 22. They score. It was 17-3 to when they got the ball. They score a touchdown, and instead of ma- trying to make it a one-score game at 17-10, to they decided to go for two to make it a one-score game at 17-11 to 11, yep. and instead missed the two and kept it at a one-score game at 17-9. to nine. Boy, that just had Dave Aranda written all over it. Yes, it did. That's <laughs> just all over and it. And then the it game just ends. just no sense at all. The game ends 17-11. Yes, uh, for That's that intentional safety. Uh, safety. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, Mart Bummer also plays this week in the state championship. Do you think Mart's going to bring home a title this I year? think, yeah. I think so. As long as the sun comes out that day and, and the kids get on the bus, I think I think Mart will be okay. Because, you know, Drake, they played a barn burner last week against Chilton. They won 38-24. It's 14 points. Most times, state semifinal, that's, 
That's fairly convincing. Well, for Mart, it might have been disappointing. It was the closest game they've played all season. Mm-hmm. They won by 14 points. They're undefeated. Which Chilton played very well. Yeah. Chilton played well. And, and they've only been kept under 30 points once this season, Mart has. And it was in a 23-0 victory. They went over a month without giving up a point. Wow. Yeah, Mart's so back, dude. Not that they ever really went anywhere, right. but they go a couple years without winning a state championship. They haven't won to state since, I think, 2019. Am I right in no saying that? No chance. That's true. There's no way that's true. I don't believe that. I think that's true. I think they lost to Win Thorsten 20, and they haven't won since. No. But they've been in the semis Mart? every year. They lost in the final last year. We were in AT&T that week. Are you doing a quick check on that? I'm going to go to Craig.com. Semifinals the year before that. Let's see if we can find it at Craig.com. Yeah, so I I don't think they've won it since 2019. Finals the year lot. before that. Oh, no. Yeah, that was 2020. Final, that was semifinals the last three years. Are we doing a press box right. thing? We are. Gosh, dang it. On-air Googling? Yes. Which, by the way, Googling. I believe Ward Whites will be Make on the sure call for that. So. Ward White. Oh, no, it's Tom Barfield. Oh, really? Yeah, Barfield's done all the games for them this year. With Ward? No. Am I missed that? Didn't Ward, did Ward not do the playoff games for Mart? Oh, my gosh. Mart? For, We've been yeah. on assignment. I don't know. No, Ward hasn't done a single playoff game for Mart. Okay, well, he certainly talks about it like he's been there. Uh, Mart has not gone anywhere, but they are back. Mart's, and by that, I mean state championship or bust back. Mart, 17, 18, and 19 state titles. Yes. Yep, none in 2021, and then they lost it in 22. You're right. Nobody even gets close to them. Wow. Ever. Oh, my gosh. Rusty Nail was a Mart coach? Yes. You knew that? Yes. Rusty Nail, who's at Madisonville? Mm-hmm. Won a state championship there. At, was, at he, was he that, that first one, like that late 90s one? Last 1A. 99 or whatever with Quan Cosby? He wins it in 2010, I know. Oh, I know okay. Back, they have, they have kind of some waves. They win one in the late 90s. They win a couple in the early... Ots in the early 2010s, and then Hoffman comes in. They win it in 57 and 69. They beat White Oak in 57, 7 to 7. This is great. This is great. Co-champions. 7 to 7. So one of them was crowned the champion that day, mm-hmm. but they're both champions now. It went, yes. I believe it went by penetrations. Penetrations, yeah. baby. Yeah. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Clip that. Penetrations, baby. I believe it did go. That's where we find the real winners. How many penetrations you got? Mart beat Sonora in nineteen fifty-nine. Which is penetrations of the twenty or the forty? Fifty. You crossed midfield. You just had in, to cross midfield into their territory. Oh, counted. Come on. Yeah. I just remember watching some old Permian highlight from a playoff game, and they—I guess it must have been the fifty. They cross over it, and the announcers start going nuts. <laughs> right. They could just need the one ball yard out. run to yeah. the forty-nine. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Actually, you can't knee it out because you could lose yards, but just run out the clock from there. Anyway, yeah, Mart, pretty good. Mart, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. They're going to win. to Shiner in 86. Who could forget? Legendary. That was a heartbreaker. Red Sox beat and Mart that 99, year. 99, they beat Boyd for their third title. That was Quan Cosby, who played for UT in football in 2008, by the way. In 2000, the they would lose the title too. Don't tell me. Is it one that's going to shock me? No, it's great, though. You know like this team. It, but it's not 2A anymore. It is 2A Division Two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Salina. That's nuts. Mart Salina. I forgot they were that small. I was thinking D1 they were always Salina. 3A. Yeah. yeah, I think Prosper is also... D- is yeah, also what was that one we saw right earlier now? in the year? Italy and was Prosper. It was, it was Prosper with yeah, Italy. I believe it was Italy and Prosper. In like 07 or 08, yeah. they played each other they and now Prosper is like 6A. In the postseason. <laughs> 
Um, Mart then beat Cisco, lost a Canadian. Goldthwait, 28-7, beat them. Just some good power. Stamford lost to them in, uh, in 2012. Canadian. Then Refurio in 2017. Classic. Groover in 18. Hamlin in 19. Uh, that Groover game final score, Mart 76, Groover 33 in 2018. And that is 11-man football. And then that is still I think the Mart state is championship the, record on points, I believe. I think Mart is at one point a few years ago they were the smallest eleven man football team. Really, uh, school size. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then to where they could have played six man, but they were so good. Oh, twenty twenty. I told you, Winthorst. Remember, yes, yes one of the great upsets play, ever. They went for two and didn't get it, but Mart was offsides. Though they were going to kick the extra oh, point to tie it, was. and, and Mark, Mark was offside. was offside, so Winthorpe went for two in the win and got it. It was one of the. It's one of the great upsets ever, ever. Legitimately, like, stop Windhorst the presses. was not supposed to be in that game. No chance. They're supposed to lose by twenty-eight. They were down, I think, twenty-one to seven, and then won the ball game for Mart, who was going for their fourth straight. Yeah, this great win streak. Yeah, that was broken earlier that year. But about that, and yeah, then the uh, Albany loss, which Mart was Shadrick Freeman. Mart was supposed to be to Albany. Yes. And then 41-20 when they got waxed. They're, they're hardcore Martin, back. The last two times that Mart has been to Arlington, they have lost games they were supposed to win. Yeah, last year they were definitely supposed to win. I think they've got it in the bag this year. It, Pakistan what? is in the bag. Oh, okay. Coming up. Uh, Want to talk about this offside thing? What offside thing? We never talked about it. What? It was in the show rundown. There was a big offsides call yesterday. About the Patrick Mahomes being yeah. a terrible person now? Yeah, let's do it. Patrick Mahomes is bad. This is the Drake Toll Show. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Snap to Prescott, fake to Pollard. Only heard here. Deep and going to the middle, and there's Cooks all along. All season. In the middle of the end zone. Touchdown, Cowboys. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills. Live from Highmark Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys and Bills. Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for a record-setting November and make a JTC your number one full-service Chevrolet store. With all of our new inventory, it's starting to look a little like Christmas. At Jim Turner Chevrolet, we also have the largest selection of certified pre-owned and in need for more. So before you spend too much, give us the opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. 
Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. King of the road. At UBO Business Services, we recognize that on-prem print servers cost an organization $1,800 to $3,600 annually. With UBO, we are the only dealer in the country that can take print driver deployment, offer secure cloud printing, offer follow me print, scan to myself, and cloud as well as X Media's faxing all to the cloud. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Road trip! Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Genco is extending its auto refi road trip to December 30th. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org, member NCUA. Genco! Well, she was born in the morning, late October, San Antonio. Now she's every girl I've ever known. Welcome back. Well, she was born Turnpike Troubadour. Live at Billy Bob's the end of this month. I'll see you there in the pit. Yeah, will you? I sure will, yeah. The night before I got a buddy. Don't FaceTime me? Got a buddy who's getting married on New Year's Eve, which I think is the best time to ever get married. Really? And it, it, it takes some well, unpacking. Well, I mean, it is a fun party. It takes some unpacking, but you get open bar New Year's Eve. So everybody, oh, nobody's yeah. going to balk yeah. at that, right? And it's, I, you already hit gold, buddy. You already you already convinced me. I could say, oh yeah, I'm getting married. You know, January 16th, Saturday, January 16th, and you go, oh uh, yeah, well, there's you know, Baylor Baylor plays Kansas in basketball Offered that championships. Day. And you're looking at day. yeah, what if there you're looking, you know, you're close to the college football, yeah, 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 NFL. I mean, there's just stuff going on. The one night of the year where nothing monumental is happening, New Year's Eve. And no one has like well, oh we go to my grandma's nothing gra- monumental. We go to my grandma's for New Year's Eve every year. No, no one has that. This is right, the one night like that, that you know that parties. everybody is going to be free. Oh, I'm missing my work party on New Year's Eve. So what? And you're saving money. I do. Yeah, I mean, I, I just like people go out. People go to clubs and stuff. Oh, uh, what's happens. better, being with all of your best I, friends? I'm at not. A I'm not arguing that. I would. Re- I would rather club. be at home with nobody. But what's wrong with you? Um. 
but personally, yeah, I would much rather go to a wedding. I'm just saying it's not like nothing happens on New Year's Eve. But nothing. But, but it's compared, not the traditions compared to every other. Would day. have at other holiday. Every other day in the world, this is the it's the greatest. No one has. You the, know, oh, people are already conditioned to stay up late. Yep. And they're looking to party. They're they're shooting for it here. Yeah, it's not bad. It's it's good. I think it's good. So then I have Turnpike the night before. What a good weekend. And then I'm picking up. Yeah, but then in the future, your anniversary, if it's you know, twenty years from now, it'll be nineteen years for the whole year. You know what I mean? That's just that what? bugs my OCD. What? Like someone who's born in the morning between like Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. They're not the right age the whole year. <laughs> Get what I mean by that? No. Like if this is their twenty second year, but they're twenty one for all like they're born in what was twenty two years ago? Two thousand one. Let's just say they're born on December 28th, 2001. So they're how old right now? So they're 21 right now. Yeah. But they were born 22 years ago, but for all but five days of the year, they're 21. That just bugs me in my OCD. That's too much for me to understand, man. I can't really I'm, I'm more than it. halfway through the year. I so can't that, really grapple with what you're going for here. Like you're thinking, I was born in 2001. I should be 22. But the whole time I'm 21. Why would you be 20? It's 2023. Okay. Okay. You can't deny the math there. You yeah. could de- you could deny Yeah, I can, you could think just, of how stupid the thought like process is, like but you can't deny the math there. It's a non issue. <laughs> I was uh, being born January seventeenth. Aaron, write that down. Being born so you've got that the whole year. You've 100%. got it covered. Absolutely. You don't have to do the math. You don't have to do But for you nothing. Oh, oh, 16 days. Oh, yeah, sixteen days. I hate that. Oh, sixteen days. That's how More you more than about half it? the year I'm the wrong age. What? What? You got And get in that a month fixed. from now, I'll be the wrong age. You got to get that checked out. I will have been born if, 27 years ago, that, but I'll only be 26. If there's a therapist listening, 254-662-1660. Brother, that, I have never turned that down. That feels like a deeper issue here. There's something deeper going on. I also just don't, I will hate being 27. Can I paint you a picture? That's an ugly, odd number. I don't want it. Can I paint you a picture? I'm going to go from 26 to 28. Can I paint you a picture? Go ahead. Jesus. Go ahead. I'm, a, I'm an NFL wide receiver. And before you start thinking, oh, it must be really cool and awesome. This story's going to end so great. It's not. A play comes up where the ball's at like the 40-yard line. Mm-hmm. I line up at the 41 on the wrong side of the ball. I mean, I'm, I'm standing across the ball, arms out, in the full Adam Driver stance. Yeah. Like a helmet and everything. And then play starts. They throw me the ball. I'm a part of the play. Eventually, they throw you the ball, yeah. Yeah, uh, technically. And then I score a touchdown. Everything's fine, right? Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, was the, did the person who threw it to you, Yeah. is that person a Hall of Famer? First ballot, actually, yeah. Then, then yeah, it's totally cool. Okay, That's okay. The, the, that absolutely. But wait, one thing you might have forgotten... It's the semantics. You had to really be paying attention to pick it up. Mm-hmm. I was lined up offsides. Oh. You know, that's one of the real downfalls of being an NFL receiver. You, yep. get, you get the fame and the fortune, yep. the touchdowns, yep. the, the ladies, the Super Bowls. Well, but, but but you got to line up onsides. And that's a real drag. I think it's I think it stopped people from from playing that position, from playing the sport in general. See, but you do have to do that. In my thought process, though, I'm super ticked off because they threw the flag. Now, yes, I was breaking the rules and was offsides for but sure. It, but for sure, but I just feel like they shouldn't have called it. 
But it was cool as heck. In all my years, it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. They would call me offsides when I was offside. It's a wild argument, man. So for all the whining that Tom Brady did during his career, it was never that. It was never, well, my guy broke the rules, but look how cool it was. Right. Which the flag was thrown before the cool thing happened. What were they going to wave yes, the flag? Yes, that's the other thing. It's <laughs> thrown right at the snap of the ball. Like, it's not like they decided, oh, no, the Chiefs scored on this play. Throw it. Throw it. And why, how do you get mad at that? How do you get it's mad at the officiating like, crew? When ridiculously is- mad. And I know these guys are have the adrenaline going. They're, he was they're so in competition. So but, but Mahomes like- is so <laughs> angry. Like... People are holding him back from like assaulting the refs and and him calling it offside. He's telling Josh Allen, "Good game," and he's and he's like, "That's the worst I've ever seen in my life." Offside on the offense, like he didn't even know it was possible. They took it out of our hands. We had a chance. Like what? so offside. And by man. the way, guess what happened after the offsides? Guess what happened? They got to run another play. That is that is the beauty of this game. They didn't decide the game. They back it up five yards still and did do it again. And they like, lost. So upside, and man. they lost. He is standing over. It wasn't uh well, you know, it was close. It what it was so obvious. Remember the uh the Steve Spurrier? This is the the Jadavion Clowney play. Mm-hmm. The, people yes. don't remember the play yes. before. The referee very clearly, the ball is very clearly short, and the referee calls it a first down. It's like <laughs> two or three inches above average. Yeah. Away from the ball being a first down. And the referee calls it a first down. And if, you know, Spurrier's standing over him, screaming. It wasn't even that. It's <laughs> no. just a perfect call. And then, so the game ends. But I want to ask you, Drake. Yeah, yeah. Our Bear Games questions of the day. Thank you. Which former Big 12 quarterback uh-huh. had a worse take on the situation? Mm-hmm. Was it Patrick Mahomes in the post-game press conference? Or was it our hero and savior, oh. Robert Griffin III on Twitter? He's had a bad couple days, man. Lay off, Robert. I mean, I love RG3, and I do actually think he's a good commentator. And that's, a, that's a divisive take amongst Baylor people. But even when he's good, he has takes like this every once in a while. That I'm like, man, what, what was are you, his what the are one? You talking this was about? the Y check one? Yeah, you want me to read the tweet? Please read. It's a terrible you tweet. Talk about, you talk the about the Mahomes one while I find this tweet. So the whole Mahomes deal was talk about the Mahomes what? About him just. Oh, I got the tweet. I got the tweet. Yeah. I got the, <laughs> you want me to just do the tweet? Oh, it's so bad. RG3. An offside call erased a one of the more creative and impromptu plays we've ever seen. That's not Baylor English there, I guarantee you. A lateral by Travis Kelsey on the same day, the man who gave us the Music City miracle, Frank Wycheck, passed away. Instead of that memory, we are left with more officiating inconsistencies. What are we talking about? What what do you connect? How do you connect those two things? How do you connect? That would be a quote tweet by me, by the way, which says, I agree, offside should not be called when Frank Wycheck dies. That would be as if. (laughs) As if. (laughs) That's so dumb. Would be as if. That's the worst take. Right? Don't call offsides because Frank Wycheck died. This is as if Allison Krauss sings the (laughs) national anthem at the NFC Championship (laughs) on the same day that Sting dies. And people are like, they let Allison Krauss sing a national anthem on the day Sting died? On the one day we could have remembered Sting's death? That's how you do you know? Like I, what? I, I thought it was a spit in the face when Ted Williams hit a home run that day mm-hmm. that, that Babe Ruth died. D. Gordon Oh, no, actually, sorry. Ted Williams was robbed of a home run, which would be more like it. Robbed of a home run mm-hmm. the day Babe Ruth died. I just thought that's, that's inexcusable. The D- inexcusable. That's so good. All the comments. By the way, all the comments are great. If you're looking for the worst take, this is the account. By to the way, 
I don't mean this to sound like I'm speaking ill of the dead, but a lot of people don't know who Frank Wycheck is. Yeah. Yeah. He was a really good player for the Titans, has one great play yep. that is in the annals of NFL history. That was, what, 25 years ago almost now. Oh. And I think a lot more people could tell you who caught the ball than who threw it. But that's beside the point. Like, it's not, we're not talking about Jim Brown dying and you can't run the football, which would be equally as stupid. Yeah. But, like, what are we doing here? They shouldn't call an offside because Frank Wycheck died that day. San Thoughts and prayers, RIP to him. But you can't, you can't call offsides. San Antone, CMC Auto Group phone line. You still there, Tony? Sorry, I bared you. Tony? Tony. Gentlemen. Oh, gentlemen. Yeah. Tony, go ahead. What do, what do you got for us today? Happy Monday. The Drake Tall Show. Thank you, guys. Uh, so I didn't hear any of this last conversation because I, I guess y'all were on the phone with somebody else, so I, I apologize. I'm at a loop for the last five or six minutes. Oops. Um, Oops. I did hear you start going off on how – um, yeah, it was I guess that. Lining up, lining up offsides should not be a penalty because of how badass the play was. Right. Yes. Apparently, you got it, Tony. You got it. By legends of the pretty game. Much, that's pretty much what I heard from uh, Coach Reed and from Mahomes. Yeah. And I think it's pathetic. Um, yeah. I didn't hear them complaining last year when a ticky tack hold got called against the Eagles right. that lost that in the game. Yes. Tony, Which was in Tony, the middle the, of the play. The, yeah. The foot. You're telling me the Kansas City Chiefs have benefited from the officiating in the, over the course of the last few years? Is that what you're telling me? I don't. I don't buy it for a second. Mm, I, no I, way. I think this, this is the this second is, time. I, this never have I seen them benefit ever. from any calls ever. Yeah. Um, and this was the most egregious call I think I've ever seen. They should have <laughs> given them a warning. They should have told a professional NFL player that. Hey, back up. You like. A foot off sides, like your entire, like you're you're looking at the damn ball. Like yeah. if you turn Dude, them around, so he would too, be man. a he would be an offsides defensive player. He's on the line of scrimmage. Just look where the football is and take like half a step back. Yeah, and you're yeah. golden. And the refs didn't know it was going to be a touchdown. If this play had gone for sure. three yards, and, and it's this is the NFL. I mean, it's not really their job anymore to to make sure you check with them, the wide receiver. You put your hand up. You check with them. But they're not getting into wide receiver, especially a slot receiver where he was. Not just going into his oh, ear yeah. saying, "Hey, Tony, you're offside." He's on Get the Arius, ball. You're offside I mean, here. He is. He's what four feet from the like left tackle. Professors in college don't chase you down for your homework. They just fail you. Right. That's what. Ha- yeah. This is the NFL here. And and look at me in the slow, and I don't know how down the line that we're actually looking, but in down the line it looks like he's looking right at the ball. Yes. He's yes. Like, yes. Know, like, I'm in this one foot or so neutral zone. Something's not right here. And but what gets me is okay. Yes, it was an amazing play, and let them play. But he was the side judge couldn't even see the ball. Right. And not only that, you had three more plays to go oh, yeah. at least kick a field goal. But yet, I mean, I, I, I yes, what happened was egregious as far as like them freaking out the way that they did. Yeah. But like, let's face it here, the Chiefs are in a tailspin right now. And I think what we saw from Mahomes, and I'm not trying to downplay what happened or what he said up there on the podium, yeah. but I think that he is upset that he has literally no receivers and his only playmaker, they double cover in Kelsey, and they say, we did it to beat us with somebody else. And yeah. they can't do it. This yeah, it's would, getting to him. My, my thing, if, if you turned it around and the referee, you know, the white hat comes over and just click, click, there is no foul on the play for oh. offsides. <laughs> the play was really, really cool. 
<laughs> Touchdown, Kansas City. What would you, <laughs> Sean McDermott? Sean McDermott. <laughs> oh there's boy, been that an American, would not be a safe play, there's plane ride home. An American tragedy. I, the likes we have not seen since September 11th. That's what yeah. McDermott and would without open. the teamwork. Yes, it's already bad enough that they want to accuse NFL refs of rigging the game. Which right. I don't buy that. I mean, there are some calls that I'm like, hey, this is a suspect. Yeah, but the, the want, NFL officiating is inconsistent, Tony. It is. It, it is. It yeah. just did it right want, here. Yes. Yeah. They they did it right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is they did it right, and you. You being Mahomes can moan and complain and, 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 and all you want to, but the fact of the matter is is yes, it was an amazing play, but he was offside. And if you want to get on somebody, get on to him. Um, but now I know why the Giants gave him up for pennies, and it's completely obvious. But hey, whatever. Like blame the officials for you losing a game yeah. that you probably should not have lost to begin with. Tony, uh, right. we got about thirty seconds here. Bear Games question of the day: Will the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl? Yes or no? No. I love it. Tony, thanks for your call. Thank you guys. Have a great night. CMC Auto Group phone line. Second time the Chiefs have tried to say an offside called has jobbed them, cost them a game. Did it in the AFC Championship against the Patriots and now doing it again. Like, if you're offsides, man, you're offside. They don't don't get much clearer than that call. Coming up for your sports listening pleasure, it's the Drake Toll Show. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action this Saturday in Detroit, taking on Michigan State. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 1 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. <laughs> it sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high-yield and open your CD in under five minutes. Minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to EECU.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. Call QC Connects right now. Make 2024 the year you go back to living normal life again. Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. QC Connects can give you your life back. The nation's leader in regenerative medicine. These are all natural treatments that can repair and restore that damaged tissue, giving you pain-free movement. Again, if you have pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out. The future of medicine is here. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. Make the call now so you can get the most out of 2024. Get back to doing what you love. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor-Powered National Best Sellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look in the five and ten Listening once again With candy canes and silver lanes aglow Welcome back! It's It's beginning beginning to look look a lot like Christmas it's not though. Finally oh, today. Not really. Finally today it was a little cold. If I, again, again, if I walked oh, outside, cold, cold. of Bagby Avenue where we are, yeah, sixty three and morning. sunny. This morning though, this morning was pretty cold. Sixty three and sunny today. Sixty five tomorrow. Sixty two Wednesday. Sixty five Thursday. Fifty two Friday. Fifty four Saturday. That's your weather update from CMC Auto Group. Go see Justin Kramer. No popcorn. No popcorn machine. Just weather, baby. Him or Julio. Uh, yeah, I, I uh. We walked outside right now. A, I wouldn't know that we live in the same town as Baylor University. B, I would have no idea that it's Christmas. There's just nothing. We don't have enough decorations. There are no, dec- no decorations in the studio. None in the office. You know, who do we got contact around? Aaron, here? can I get a breaking news here? Drake has a problem with something. 
Not a pessimist. He's just so festive, man. He's Not so festive. I have a, a holiday There is a tree. whole winter wonderland going on. There's a tree in, in my house. Waco. There's a tree in my house. It's got a Texas Rangers World Series banner on it. Pretty awesome. First time you've ever been able to do that. Pretty awesome. When's By the, the way, I was watching, you ever watch Ken Burns' baseball? Uh, like no, 10 it's part too thing. long. Oh, it's so good, though. I was watching, they were going over the 80s in one of them I was watching the other day. Yeah. And Bob Costas. Nobody loves Bob Costas more than Bob Costas does. He's talking about doing the post-game interviews for the 86 World Series when it looked like the Red Sox were going to win it. Yep. And he was like, I just got lost in this moment that I was going to be the first person ever to interview a Red Sox as a world champion on television. And I was like, man, I wish you weren't such a, a D because you tell that is a really cool thing to think about. <laughs> like, again, nobody loves Bob Costas more than Bob Costas, but I think that's, that's where you're going right now, Drake, with that, with that Christmas tree. Who died today? Pope St. Damasus the first. Pope of the Catholic Church died on December 11th of what year? Uh, he definitely, uh, oh, this is the problem, is I knew it was December 11th, of course. Right, 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 right. Uh, I'm going to go with 570. 384. You were in the range enough there. In I the was range. at least in Anno Domini, which is good for me in the first cast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't get a lot here. <laughs> not a good day, December 11th. Not a great Dang. day for it. I mean, I, I had a few written out, but the more I read these, I like, the carbon filament light bulb, Lewis Howard Latimer. What year? What year did he die? 1899. 1928. Darn, you should have gave me the hotel hint. All right, here are a couple. These will be more recent. I'll give you some more recent. <clears throat> Jim Bottomley, American Baseball Hall yeah. of Fame first baseman. Uh, uh, MLB all-time single game what record? Ooh. Did what else? Nope. RBI. Really? 12, 12 in one game from Jim Bottomley. I mean, was it Lou Whitaker? Got close to that? There okay. Have been, there have been guys um, who've had two grand slams in the same game. How do you not find I mean, your way to 12? There's been some that have, hap- have done it in the same inning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, that's happened twice. All right, Jim Bottomley. Uh, Jim Bottomley, 1981. 59. Bottomley, 59. Darn. He had a good run. Another Saturday night, 33 years old, shot dead. Sam Cooke, his girlfriend, oh. didn't want him to be alive anymore. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. Yep. 69? 64. Oh, wow, that early, okay. Change going Great calm. artist, man. That's a that's a perfect song. Maurice Mac McDonald, American fast food pioneer. Died in what year? Oh, I guess he had a brother who was probably pretty famous, too. Um, a farmer, yes. 1989. 71. Wow, he went out pretty early. Same year as Walt Disney. No, that's not true. Same year Disney World opened. Philip Phillips. Dead. The singer? Oh, no, the American archaeologist, of course. okay. You should know. I was like, I didn't know he died. Uh, 75. 1994. Sure. Betty Page. The Dark Angel, 2008. Um. Wow, this is not a good day. You weren't lying. Anne Rice, Interview with a Vampire. She wrote Interview with a Vampire, died of stroke. 2013. 2021. And? 2022. And? 
Mel James, Welsh rugby leader, front rower, 11 caps Wales, St. Helens RLFC, and rugby union props, Swansea RFC dies at 74. About out one year ago today. 2022. This day in sports history. We need some music for this at some point. You think so? Yeah, some background elevator type music. The first yacht race across the Atlantic Ocean, Schooner's Fleetwing, Vesta, and the Henrietta, with New York playboy Gordon Bennett on board, leaves Sandy Hook for the Uh-oh. Silly Uh-oh. Isles. Uh-oh. The Henrietta wins. The Sandy first... Hook, that's part of Sean McDermott's next pregame. <laughs> the first yacht race across the Atlantic Ocean in what year? Uh, 1913. It would be 1866. Okay. 1866. The NFL League done with the war. They were like, let's do this thing. NFL League Championship, Polo Grounds, New York City. The Giants beat the Green Bay Packers 23-17 in a record attendance of 48,000 people this day. What year? 1959. 1938. Darn. On December 11th of this year, Joe DiMaggio retired. That'd be 1951. 1951. Nailed it. The New York Yankees traded Marv Thronberry, Don Larson, and Hank Bauer, and Norm Seiburn for Roger Maris. Fifty-nine? Fifty-nine. And then won the MVP the next two years. Unbelievable. Can you do this Yankees trade? This year, in this year, the Yankees made a great trade with... Oh, can I guess who they... Is it a big trade that I could guess who they got? Uh, No, probably not. Okay. Gonna go uh, okay. Willie Randolph, Doc Ellis, and Ken oh, Brent. Oh, oh, oh! I don't know, Ricky Henderson. That would be too big. Or though. George Doc Medit. Oh, 1975. Okay, I'm not gonna give it. Ollie's last fight was today. 1980. 81. Mm. 81. Who did he fight? Holmes. Uh. Does it say? No. Uh oh, who does he fight? Sorry, I was reading the next one. Trevor Burbick. Pretty good. NHL record: 62 points scored. 12-9, the final, between Edmonton and Chicago. 21 goals. Eighty-four. Eighty-five. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods announces an indefinite leave from professional golf to focus on his mm, marriage. That would be 2009. 2009. Nailed it. What happened to his marriage? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. We should look into that. Uh, 70th Heisman Trophy, Coming Matt Leinart. Coming out swinging like Tiger Woods' wife. That's a great line. 70th Heisman Trophy, Matt Leinart. Uh, 2004. Yes, it is. The 87th Heisman Trophy, Bryce Young, Alabama. 2021. 2021. That is this day in sports history. Jaden Daniels won the Heisman. Yay or nay? He he did. Yeah, you good yeah. with that? You good with that? Yeah, I'm okay with it. Again, not a not a great Heisman the statistical race, award. Didn't have really a Heisman moment. You just you just give it to the but guy who it, yeah. had the most yards and touchdowns. And, and we did have the best season. Go about our day, not on you know not on, as far as record goes, but well, only one of those guys is in the playoff. Okay, that was yeah. in the top four there. I, mean, I think all of them had a better record than LSU. Yeah, I mean, I guess all yeah. of them had a better record than LSU. You want to take away RG threes too? I had a nosebleed last night. I got all over my blanket. What do you do about that in the middle of the night? What do you do about that? You wait for the morning, man. I woke up with cramps. Stop. Uh, You're not. That's different. You didn't tell me you were. I've been cramping out for two days now. Uh, Coming up, John Morris. (laughs) We'll take you from two to three. Matt Mosley from three to six. Aaron Sexton will be with you for it all. This has been It Always Will Be. Thanks for making it your lunchtime. Listen every single day.
The Derek Dole Show. Nikki Collin and the Bear.